Hey, this is Kevin Weatherby of Save the Cowboy. I want you to tow that stirrup, throw a leg over the candle, take a deep seat, and pull your hat down tight. I ain't gonna tolerate no whining or griping, so let's all strike a long trot down that narrow trail and learn how to ride with God. Come on! What you waiting on? Let's go. I'm gonna learn how to do that. (laughs) When I was flanking one of those calves, I did that. It was a little higher pitched, but it went on nearly as long. Dog started howling. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Uh, it, it is awesome to be back. It was awesome to be gone. I'm going to be honest with you. It was awesome to be gone. Uh, we uh, went down to my, my nephew graduates from college or from high school next weekend, but there was like six kids that, you know, went all through school together and been best friends. And so all their families got together and rented out a local barbecue place. And, uh, my brother called me. He's like, Hey, I know you want to come to the graduation, but if you come to the graduation, he's got stuff to do all day. You'll watch him walk across the stage and then he's going to project graduation. You'll never see him. Or you can come to a party. I said, I'll come to the party. (laughs) So, uh, my, my high school best friend and college roommate was the band that played and everybody was having a good time kind of in the back. And me and my wife sat right up there and listened to Zach play the whole time. And she turned to me one time. She goes, does it feel like we have a private concert? And I said, it does. But you know, it was, it was, well, they, they asked me to, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. I chickened out. Well, if you'd have heard that bass player, he had more strings on the bass than my guitar has. So never seen like an eight string bass. But, uh, anyway, it was, here's the best part. Jack, you know, this, it was 1030 at night. And we were outside and I didn't have a jacket on. And I was dancing with my wife to Gary Stewart, Zach singing Gary Stewart. And then it was over and I got to go to Whataburger. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That is pretty good eating. That is pretty good eating. So anyway, welcome to Save the Cowboy. Thank y'all for coming this morning. I know it's been a little cool and uh, it's a busy time of year with... Uh, Cabin and brandings and and all of that stuff. So uh, anyway, it's good to be here. Uh, if you have your Bibles, turn with me to First Corinthians chapter sixteen. First Corinthians chapter sixteen. Every Sunday morning, me and my two boys, or these two boys, Jake and Jace, we get in the truck about seven thirty, seven forty, somewhere along there, and we head up here. And every morning. I check 10, 10 a.m. That's the radio station that we're on. And I check to make sure that, you know, they are, we're paying for something. So I want to be sure that, you know, we're getting what we pay for. And so that's the first thing I do is I listen to about four seconds of it. And then I have to turn it off. Does anybody else like to hear themselves recorded? It's hard, isn't it, Jack? It has actually, I'm actually kind of okay with it now, but it has taken me... 10 years to become semi okay with the way my voice sounds. And, uh, last weekend we were standing around my brother's kitchen and we were actually talking about that because he had said something about how he heard his voice and he was like, Oh my gosh, I sound so stupid. And, And my wife writes a post on Facebook based off of that. And she, she said, when I hear a recording of my voice, I am compelled to do two things. Number one, apologize to anyone I've ever had a conversation with. 
And number two, to take a vow of silence. And the comments that were associated with that post, I just hoorahed over. Here's the top three. These are all ladies. I withheld their names. One of them goes here. I heard my voice the other day and I totally sounded like a man. I went and checked to make sure I didn't have an Adam's apple. These are in no particular order because all three of them are great. I don't know this lady, but she's my spirit friend. You know what I mean? This is what she says. I envision myself as sounding at least moderately intelligent. Then I heard a recording of me, and I even, even I could hear the wheat stalk sticking out of my mouth. <laughs> she's from the South. Then, I don't know. I, I hate to play favorites. But I, I think this one might be the most original and my favorite. I sound like the most bored man on the face of the earth. <laughs> that took some thought. That, you know what I mean? To be able to describe your own voice like that, I sound like the most bored man on earth. <laughs> it is crazy. It is crazy. But you know what? It's times like that that... There's just sometimes when we don't like ourselves. Something happened last weekend while I was gone. I got to meet one of our Long X Ranch Cowboys. And he, he lives about eight miles from my brother. And so I called him up. I was like, hey, man, I'm going to be there. You know, I, I'd love to meet you in person. I've talked to him on the phone many times. I said, I, you know, is there any way we can meet up? He's like, yeah, let's meet up Saturday morning. So I texted him early Saturday morning. I was like, hey, man, there's a Jack and Jill donuts. I'm going to go get donuts for everybody. Can we meet there? We'll have a cup of coffee and I won't take up too much of your time. He's like, yeah. So we meet there, right? So we get there and, and man, we're talking about horses. He's got a colt that he's working with, man. And, and, and I had a great, great time. And as we're getting ready to leave, I said, Let's get a picture. He's like, sure. So we stand next to each other. And I don't know how people take selfies all the time because I can't figure out how to hold the, hold the phone and push the button at the same time. So somebody said, well, you can use the volume button, but then my hand covers up the camera part. So, I, so anyway, I was having a rough time, right? We're in a donut place. So anyway, I'm trying to take the selfie. And so I'm smiling. like, Took a selfie, right? You should take more than one. Just saying, if you don't know that, if you are, you know, my age, 23 and older, not grown up with, you know, these type of things, you should take more than one because I got home and was going to post this in our Long X Ranch Cowboys Facebook group. And I looked at it and it was the most horrible picture I think I have ever taken. My eyes were open a little too wide. <laughs> my smile... I don't know, man. It, it was just an awful picture. But the, but the worst thing about it was all I could really focus on. You know, fluorescent lights don't do much for pictures. You know, and I'm, I'm holding it in an awkward deal. I'm trying to get him in there without, like, you know, hugging each other. You know, I really don't know this dude, right? So we're kind of be bro cool, you know what I mean? And it, it literally, it literally looked like somebody had taken a black Sharpie and poked all of my face to see 
When I was young, I still do have problems with acne. I have horrible acne scarring. And it's like in that picture, the only thing I could see was every acne scar I have was just like red neon lights. And so, you know, I, I kind of make part of my living on social media and I have an app that I use to make all of my, you know, put the words on the pictures and everything. And there was one on there that I had never used before. It's always an option down on the bottom. It said skin smoothing. Where has that been? <laughs> now you have to understand, I'm looking on a phone, you know, that's this big within an app and the picture is like this big and it looks good. I'm like, well, hey, I wish I'd have known about that before. So I post it in the Long Edge Ranch Cowboys group. Post it, don't even look twice about it. I look later, there's some comments and I go look at the comments and the first thing that happens when I click on this comment is it brings this picture up and the picture is this big. <laughs> it looks like Mary Kay got a hold of me. <laughs> Maybe Mary Kay's little girl got a hold of me. It looks like I have 14 tons of foundation on. Is a board a word? A-B-H-O-R-E-D? I was, I was appalled, right? But it's the only picture I have, right? I can laugh about it now, but at the time, because the very first comment was, why do you have makeup on? I did not handle that as well as you think I did. As a matter of fact, I was crappy to him. I said, well, actually, I'm very self-conscious about the acne scars on my face. And so I tried to use something to cover them up. Thanks for pointing that out. I appreciate you. I was crappy to him. I shouldn't have been. But you know what? Sometimes we don't like ourselves. Sometimes we don't like ourselves. We try to hide the flaws in ourselves that other people see every day. And they, it's no big deal. Y'all see me all the time, but every time I see a picture of myself, I'm like, oh gosh, do I look like that? Like, oh my gosh. And I know that y'all felt the same way. And, and, and there's just times that, that, that we don't like ourselves for, for whatever reason. We compare the real us to a fake version of somebody else. We do it all the time. We, we don't, you know, and I was talking to my wife about this and I said, you know what? I don't look at myself all the time. I said, the only time I look at myself is when I brush my teeth and, and comb my hair, which is like once a year, you know, I wear a hat all the time. Why should I comb my hair? No, that's not true. I kind of get the tangles and grass out of it, but yeah, you know, but even then, I, I don't really watch myself brush my teeth. You know, so I don't really see myself a lot. But then a picture's taken of me and I'm like, but you know, we have this idea 
in our head of what we want to look like. We have this idea of what we think we act like. And we have this idea of what we sound like. But, but it's, it's not, it's a fake version of us and it's not the real version. But we, we don't like ourselves because we compare the real us, flaws and all, to some fake version of Hollywood or, you know, doctored up Sports Illustrated models or, you know, you, you look in the Western wear magazines and there's, you know, these guys in these shirts, you know, that, that look really good. And we start thinking to ourselves, why, why can't I look like that? When we don't like ourselves, we try to hide the flaws. And, you know, I think we all know some people like this. But more importantly, I think we've all been people like this. You ever been around somebody that when it's just you and him or her, they're a joy to be around. But as soon as somebody else gets around, they get like this air around them. And you're like, what are you doing? That's not you. Why why are you acting like that? We try to hide the flaws that everyone else sees every day. But one of the reasons that we don't like ourselves is because in in any situation like that, we come face to face with the dilemma of either accepting ourselves or changing. And and, and we don't really want to do either one of those things. We don't want to put in the hard work that it might take to change, you know, some aspect of our lives. But, but we, don't want to, we don't want to look that way or be that way or sound that way or, or whatever the case may be. And, and we don't like to have dilemmas in our life. But why would we not like ourselves? Why would we not like ourselves? The simple answer is because of pride. That's it. It's, it's a pride issue. And you would think that, you know, it, how can you say I have too much pride when I don't like myself? Because pride always makes a comparison between two things and puts itself above or below something else. See, you, you know, self-esteem, high self-esteem and low self-esteem is still focused on self. That's what pride is, is self. Pride always contains a comparison. If you don't like one thing, then you like something else better. And at the root of not liking something, or dare we say hate, at the root of hate is pride every time. But at the root of love is humility. Time and time and time and time and time again, the Bible tells us to be humble. I I, I can't think of a more difficult task in the world than being humble. Because when you're humble, you know what happens? You learn to accept yourself just as you are. When you're humble, you know what happens? You don't take things personal when somebody is joking about your doctored up picture. I'm full of pride. And I, I, I'm not going to say I don't know what to do about it because I, I do know what to do about it, but it's hard. It's very, very difficult because you, you, you get to one point that you're like, okay, I, I'm better than I used to be. Well, that may be true, but man, that's a million mile journey. And I've made it 14 feet, you know, 
Because it, it, it is a daily deal. It's, it's not one thing that you just make up your mind one day. So I'm going to be humble. You've you got to work at it every single day. You've got to be cognizant of it every single minute of every single day. So how do you get over not liking yourself? Because we've all got something about us that we do not like. How do we get over that? Well, the first thing you've got to do, and you've got to give yourself a break. Seriously. Give yourself a break. The second thing that you need to do, and you can take this one or two ways. The second thing you have to do is understand that nobody really cares. Okay, and that sounds a little bit harsh, but you know, I, I was working out with Neil this week and I, and I was telling him about this and, and he was looking at me like this. I was like, why are you looking at me like that? He goes, I never even noticed that you had any scarring on your face until you brought it up. Who cares? He said, you're the only one that cares about that. You're the only one that cares. No, 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 nobody. Listen, you may not like the sound of your voice, but nobody's walking around going, ugh, did you hear her voice? Now, there may be one or two of you. There might be one or two. If Fran Drescher, I would put a cork in her, okay? But, you know, I, I think that that's made up mostly, okay? Nobody cares. Nobody cares what you look like. Nobody cares what you sound like. It's the inside that makes people beautiful, not on the outside. Because I, I, I've seen some really, by worldly standards, I've seen some really beautiful people that disgusted me because of who they were. And then I've seen some people that might not be attractive in the ways of the world, but they were just, they had a beautiful presence about them because of who they were. When you don't like something about yourself, it's usually something inside of you that's broken, not the outside. It's not the scarring. It's not the sound of our voice. It's not the color of our eyes or the, the presence or absence of hair or how thin you are or how big you are. None of that matters. It's, it's something's going on on the inside of you. In studying for this, I'll be honest, I was going another way. I was going to use a verse that we've all heard. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. But I did some studying on that, and that's not a command to love yourself. That's what I was going to say it was. But I think it's something more. And I'm not going to get into it because I'm a Bible nerd sometimes, but it has to do with with the Greek syntax and everything to explain why it's not a command. But I think it's something greater than a command. God is not telling you that you should love yourself. If you go back and, and you do studying on that, it's one of those deals where it assumes you already do. Isn't that more powerful than telling you to do something? <laughs> Nowhere in Scripture... Does it say for you to hate yourself? God loved you so much that he sent his only son to die for you. Why in the world would he turn around and say, okay, now that he's died for you, 
hate yourself. Of course not. It says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. It's not another command to love yourself. It's an implication. You should already be loving yourself. We don't need to command. That's like saying, love your neighbor if you're breathing. You should be breathing. Okay, it's something that we should inherently do. But we start listening to the world and we start judging ourselves by its standards instead of God's standards. But if something is broken inside of you, if there's something inside of you that that you just don't like about yourself, what do we do about it? Four ways. This is not... This is just stuff that that I came up with that helps me and I'm just passing it along. I'm not telling y'all to do anything or act like this or do this or anything. This is what helps me and I'm just passing it along. Four ways to start liking yourself from the inside out. Be strong, but never rude. Be strong, but never rude. Rudeness is weakness. I demonstrated that last weekend. I was rude. Rudeness is weakness. Be strong, but never rude. 1 Corinthians 16, 13 says, Be watchful. Stand firm in the faith. Act like men. Be strong. Let all that you do be done in love. Right there. That is strength personified. That is a description of Jesus right there. Be strong, but never rude. Be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong. Let all that you do be done in love. That is strength. If you want to start liking yourself from the inside out, be strong, but never rude. The second thing, be humble, but never timid. Be humble, but never timid. Second Timothy 1, 7, for God did not give us a spirit of fear and timidity, but one of power, love, and and self-discipline. For God did not give us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. Be strong, but never rude. Be humble, but never timid. If you want to start locking yourself from the inside out, be confident, but never arrogant. There's a difference. Be confident, but never arrogant. Isaiah 32, 17 And this righteousness will bring peace. What is righteousness? It means doing the right thing. And what is the right thing? It's the way God says to do things. Not what you think is right. Not what the world says is right. But what God says is right. And this righteousness will bring peace. Yes. I didn't say that. It did. Yes. It will bring quietness and confidence forever. Isn't that awesome? And this righteousness will bring peace if we do things the way God says to do them. Even if it's the hardest thing in the world to be strong, to be humble, to be confident, but never arrogant. And this righteousness will bring peace. It will bring quietness and confidence forever. And the last one, be kind, be kind, but never fake. Be kind, but never fake. Ephesians 4, 31 and 32. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. 
You want to start liking yourself from the inside out? Is there something inside of you that you've been struggling with, man, that, that you, you just don't like about yourself? We've all got it. But it's not our physical appearance. It's not our voices. It's not our hair. It's, it's not our faces. It's not our bodies. It's something inside of us. We need the presence of God in our life. We need his righteousness. We need to be strong, but never rude. We need to be humble, but never timid. We need to be confident, but never arrogant. And we need to be kind, but never, ever fake. My prayer for you is that you will come to an understanding of just how much God loves you. And if you can, it will not only change your outlook on yourself, but it will change the way others, your interaction with them, you will be able to love others more than you can love them now. We are a conduit for God's love in a dark world just as we are a light. I pray that each of us realizes that today. Let's go to God in prayer. God, we thank you so much for, for being here with us. And God, you don't make junk. You, you love us with, a, with an everlasting, with, an, with a pure and, and perfect love. Even when we do things that, that you don't like, you still love us. Not based on, You don't love us based upon what we do. You don't love us based on who we are. You love us based upon who you are. And who you are is perfect. Who you are is mighty. God, give us the courage and the honor and the respect, the integrity, the strength, and the truth to follow you down that narrow trail and lead others also towards that narrow gate. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.